Average Golfers Unite. This is Nick's Golf Guy Podcast Round 14, bringing you another avalanche of Average Golf Guy illumination. An injection stimulates you for the game we all love and sometimes hate. So stick around. Average Golfers Unite. This is Nick's Golf Guy Podcast Round 14, a podcast designed for average golfers like me. I'm Nick McClendon coming to you from Virginia National Golf Course in Virginia Beach today. I'm really excited about this round of Nick's Golf Guy Podcast and I'm glad you could join me. We're going to be covering golf news, what is happening on the PGA Tour, and this week's interview and course review with my good friend and fellow average golfer, Patrick O'Donnelly as we visit and play Virginia National in Virginia Beach, Virginia, in this week's The Drive. We have plenty of average golfer things to discuss in between, so let's get things started with this week's Off the Tee. The LIV tour began this past weekend just outside of London. There's much talk around the golf world regarding the LIV, and frankly, my fellow average golfers, the bottom line in regards to this chism within the golf world is money. The purses that the LIV is offering are way too good to pass up, and we will see more golfers than not leaving the PGA for greener pastures with the LIV. I think it is important to note uh, that the PGA Tour will have a considerable challenge retaining the interest of the up-and-coming young golfers in future years to come. I think it's important to note that If the LIV wants to grow its credibility, the recruitment process for the best young players golf has to offer will be crucial to its longstanding success. I'll be keeping my eye on that here on Nick's Golf Guy podcast. Be that as it may, I will plan to follow the PGA Tour on my podcast until I feel the LIV is worth noting in future rounds. What say you, my fellow average golfers? What is your take on the LIV PGA Tour controversy? Golf guy Nick 757 at gmail.com. Name and town, name and town. Let me know what you think. And last weekend on the PGA Tour found itself in at the RBC Canadian Open, St. George's Golf and Country Club in Toronto, Ontario. Rory McIlroy defended his title in fantastic fashion, pulling off the win, hitting 19 under and taking home $1.6 million of the $8.7 million purse. Congratulations, Rory. Big fan. And coming up this weekend, the PGA Tour finds itself in Brookline, Massachusetts at the Country Club. U.S. Open is taking place June 16th through 19th. Uh, next major on the calendar. Very excited here at Golf, Nick's Golf Guy Podcast. And I look forward to bringing you highlights next week of the big show. And the top three money makers in the land thus far in the 21-22 golf circuit. Number three, Sam Burns comes in at six million five hundred thirty-seven thousand four hundred eighty-one bucks. Cameron Smith, the Aussie, comes in second place with seven million one hundred eighty-nine thousand two hundred four bucks. And the number one guy on the money list is Scotty Scheffler, man from Texas, pulled in eleven million three hundred thirty. 9162 bucks, And the top three golfers in the land thus far, uh, the 21-22 season, Rory McIlroy, man from Northern Ireland, jumps into number three. Number two, the Spaniard, John Rahm, holds on tight 
at the number two spot. And the number one golfer in the world, no surprise, Mr. Scotty Scheffler. That's going to do it for this week's Off the Tee. Now we're going to head on over to the first tee box for a round of golf interview and course review a Virginia National Golf Course here in Virginia Beach, Virginia, with my good friend and fellow average golfer, Patrick Donnelly. So stick around. Good afternoon and welcome to this week's The Drive. This is uh, Nick's Golf Guy podcast. We are at Virginia Beach National Golf Course in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Stoked to be here. USGA course rating, Virginia Beach National Hitting from the white tees today, 5,942 yards with a 68.9 rating, and the slope of, is 126. The architect behind Virginia Beach National is Pete Dye Designs. I want to introduce my good uh, my guest today, my good friend and fellow average golfer, Patrick Donnelly. How are you, my man? I'm very good. Happy to be here. Yeah, we had a good round today, didn't we? I do. I well, just want to reflect that I shot from the blues. You did shoot from the blues. So our ratings would be different. Yes, exactly. What are your ratings exactly? Let's see. Uh, six 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 thousand four hundred and forty-seven, uh, seventy-one point two, and one thirty-one slope. But okay. not that that really matters. I just wanted a no, point of reference. Fair to say, you you played the further tees back from for sure. So uh, we'll get on to the course review a little later on. But right now, let's uh, talk about you. When did you first get interested in playing golf? I started golfing um, when Tiger did his big thing back in the 90s, so 96, nine, no, no more, 97, 98. Oh, okay, so that's when, that's when like, Tiger Woods got you kind of into it. Yeah, everybody got into golf right around then, and that was kind of my, yeah, I would say I was part of that whole generation. Right, so you've been playing for a while. Um, I know you play a lot of tournaments, especially here at Virginia Beach National. Why don't you tell me more about them and, and what do you got going on here with that? Um, I played in one a long time ago at Heron's Ridge with a buddy of mine that I worked with, Ben Venuto. Uh, he introduced me to it. Uh, it was a blast. It's the only thing, not the only thing, but one of the few things you can do at our age that is competitive, that kind of gets that high school juices flowing, if you will. And uh, I started playing them again most recently, probably four years ago now. My math might be off, maybe five or six, uh, with a good friend of mine, Kevin Roach. He's a real solid golfer, and uh, he and I have done quite well. We have, um, I'd say in all the tournaments we've, we've joined, we, we're probably up as far as winnings and the money that we've won. Most of it goes into shop credit and whatnot, but uh, he's pretty much the exclusive guy that I play in the two-man tournaments um for the most i don't play in the club championships um or any of those right now no particular reason i just kind of like playing with my buddy approach a tournament do you play with a particular mindset um yeah actually i do because in the tournaments usually the first day will be a um a captain's choice okay um scramble format so it'll be he and i um picking the best ball and he's a very consistent player um i can tend to be a bit streaky but tend to uh I'm trying to think of the word 
I'll come out of nowhere and make some shots. Got you. So what you need in the, that format, you need that steady guy. Is that then, the format that you guys usually play? Well, that's the first day. Oh, okay. So the first day will be that scramble. And, yes, yeah, so the reason he, he and I work well together is, is he keeps me in play, keeps us going, and then everyone, you know, I'll be dropping in some birdies. And he and I actually have a team albatross uh-huh. that we got, which is pretty crazy. We got that at Heron. What's that? Uh, we got it in, in two on a par five nice. or a double eagle. Nice. I call it uh, right, right, right. Double eagle albatross. I don't know. There's a somehow. Both you guys did it at the same at the same course. No, or? he hit the drive and then I hit it in. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, got so, you. Got you. In that format, and then there's skins and different formats skins. that you guys play. Well, uh, sorry, you play the tournament. It's one thing. You're, you're playing. You're, you're pre-flighted, and then. There's a separate skins game involved, and uh, it goes for the whole field, and then your flight, and you get paid on that. Okay, got you. So, so like, you guys are you're on this? Is it weekly or? Uh, no, it's it you usually play probably two or three of them a year. Oh, usually okay. one at national, one at Heron. Got you. And uh, yeah, so that first day the. The way we would approach it is I'm a little loosey-goosey, I would say, because I know I got him. I'm just going to go out there and play, just go for pins kind of thing. The next day, it's a best ball. So it's he, him playing the whole hole out, me playing the whole hole out. We're not sharing a drive. We're not sharing anything. Uh, and then our best score for the, the team. So it's a little bit more conservative that second day because you, you can't get as well. Now, if you, you know your partner's – in the fairway, and he's got a great shot, and, and you're right next to him. You might get a little, little crazy with a little squirrely or go for the flag. But for the most part, the two different approaches to answer your question, they are different the two days. Gaia, Gaia. So uh, what is the um, best part of your game right now insofar as like when we played today here at Virginia Beach National? How, what would you have said was the best part of your game today or that has been consistent? Well, I don't really have a great consistent game anymore. <laughs> Uh, it tends to come and go. Uh, today it was definitely uh, my putts 10 feet in. I made a lot of those when I was spraying the ball and I couldn't hit it consistently. Uh, that's That saved me um, from putting up a real big number. It started off pretty rough, so I needed to be consistent with those, and I made those. Um, which which uh, segues me into my next question. What is the part of the game, that, uh, part of your game that needs most improvement? Right now I'm struggling uh, – around the greens saying that 40 to 75 foot range um is that why you put it a lot from further yeah, out today yeah exactly that short game yeah that short game is struggling um i just can't i, I can hit it but i can't get it to stop so you know, like shooting it past it tends to roll past yeah yeah for sure for sure so I've talked about the mental aspect of the game and my, uh, overcoming bad shots in previous rounds, speaking of bad shots. Do you have a formula or a way to overcome the mental challenges on the course, like when you do make those, those bad shots from that 30-40 that out, um, just coming back and, and on your next shot and figuring it out and nailing the putt? Um, not really. I mean, I just, you know, like anybody else, I, I get upset and then I want to just do better the next one. I know that sounds like pretty silly, but... Um, as cliche it is, we said it to today, the Ben Hogan, the next shot's the most important one. So really doesn't matter what you just did. Um, but I do not, I've gotten better as I've played more, not compounding the issue. So as much upset as I get, I get upset for a little bit. 
try to get over it and then just go on because that's don't build passed. don't build yeah. on the past mistakes yeah, exactly you don't yeah. want to compound it got you so um one quick question do you like to play the same course or do you like to play the variety of courses in uh that you play so do you just play one or two courses around town or do you like to get out and uh kind of mix it up you know, I we would, make your mix your game up. I prefer to really play a lot of different courses, but based off for me, golf. I love golfing. I I love everything about it, but I love the camaraderie and being with the people. Probably is is more than anything else. And I play at my home course, Virginia Beach National, the most because I know the guys here. Um, You've been playing here a long time. Yeah, twenty yeah. years yeah, plus. When, so when it came out, this place was uh, TPC, and then it. Yeah, so I know I can always get a game. There's always good dudes to play with. Um, I play a lot at Heron. Um, I mean, I, I, I'd love to play all over town, but like I said, I don't know what's going to happen, and unfortunately, it's hard to get some of the guys that I want to play with to leave here. So um, I'm very happy, uh, but yeah, I mean. Uh, anybody I think likes the challenge if you're a golfer you want to play different places but um, the people the course how good it's kept up the distance to my home right the there's a lot, of, a lot of different factors that keep you yeah, from you know exactly. bouncing around the whole area yeah and, and then get you know, out get out in certain yeah, certain times exactly driving out to Williamsburg and stuff as cool that's, as it sounds that's a trek yeah, yeah it's yeah, too far for sure that. okay so one quick last question about you Patty um what is your favorite course to play or have played? Mine is uh, in Jamaica, Montego Bay. It's a course called the Cinnamon Hills. Uh, it's amazing. It, 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 it runs from the beach up into the mountains. There's uh, the old aqueducts where they would run the sugar cane down to the, to the bay. Um, you play up and down into valleys uh they actually shot a pretty famous james bond scene there oh really cool the cool. waterfall one of the holes uh johnny cash has a home there had um had yeah well actually i think the house is still there oh, i think okay. they still own it all right cool based off of the that, that's your best that's your number one uh go-to is uh montego Bay. yeah i mean I, well i've played Jamaica. it i would like to say i played it well <laughs> one day i played it two times in the same day then played it again the next day nice and then on another trip so all rounds included probably six or seven times um sweet okay yeah. well speaking of uh uh different courses to play uh we uh gonna move on to the course review here at virginia beach national golf course with my man patrick on today we will be discussing the three hardest holes on the front nine how we did and the hardest holes on the back nine and how we fare on those as well. But first, let's talk about the overall course conditions today. Um, how do you feel? How do you rank the tee box conditions, Patty? Terrible, good, or great? Great, sure. Um, fairways, how would you rate the shape of the fairways? They're great. Terrible, good, great. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And the greens? Great. Great. Okay, I agree. Uh, course was well-maintained today. Had a really good time. Um, let's go ahead and, Patty, let's talk about the first hardest hole on the course which would be number two number two so i i hit a tee shot um barely got up out of the air and as i recall i had 206 into the flag um i hit my five iron about pin high but pushed it right and i would say i had about 35 yards up over the back ridge 
I call it the buried elephant um, that I had to go up and over. Uh, as I said, I've been struggling in that range. I actually hit a big putt, and uh, I left that putt to uh, about probably 10 feet, 8 feet, and I did miss that one. I put it right next to it. You put, bogeyed the five. hole? Bogeyed that hole, yeah, which I don't mind taking a bogey from the blue. Yeah, I had a couple good shots on this hole, too. I think I – did I pull out a bogey as well? You did, yeah. yeah you, those first um, couple of holes I did roll – did yeah. hung in there. Yeah, you had a nice drive. You went behind another big old gully. You're right next to the green. Oh, that's then, right, right, right. And then you got up and then two-putted. So right. You had a bogey there. All right, so um, what's the next hole that we we played, the hardest hole? The next hardest is the number four, which blows my mind that that's the next hardest. But Why do you think that? You play here a lot. Why do you think that's? Um, on the front, uh, now that you say that, I'm trying to see where the harder one would be. It ain't going to be wondering. Yeah, so the next hardest hole we have on the course is the fourth. Correct, yeah. Right, our second second hardest hole in the front nine. Um, I had a great shot until it kind of turned right at the end and bounced where I was blocked by the trees and kind of had to have a chip out. Yep. And how would you fare on your drive? Uh, my drive went through the trees on the left, but somehow, I don't even know how, it got through there. I had uh, about a 189 left from there. I hit a five iron off the tee, totally miss hit it, and hit a six iron, which tailed on me back into the trees. Yeah. And then that's when I met you. You and I were kind of right next to the tree. I, I tree buddies. I tried to get around. Yeah, and then it, we were our our balls were next to the. Yeah, I got mine on the green, and then you you flared past. That's kind of where you got in trouble because you were scrambling pretty hard after that yeah and then i overshot the overshot the green it, yeah, yeah over chipped it and then had a decent putt to kind of get there but i double i think i double bogey yeah. what'd you score on that i got a five and that was sinking about a eight footer that was pretty steep up the hill left to right uh putt so i was really pleased to actually get that because i thought for sure i'd be taking a six there pulling out that five was actually pretty good because i really hit one, two, like three really bad shots. Right, right. And then, and then coming back at the end is always a challenge, right? M making up for those bad yeah, shots. that was nice. All right, so on the ninth hole, um, I'm, my note I, ha I just wrote down, I uh, chunked my way through this hole, and I think you could agree with me on that one. I thought your drive was pretty decent. Drive was decent, and then I fell apart. Yeah, you uh, on the side of that hill. You had trouble yeah, trouble with that. There's a lot of – here at Virginia Beach National, the terrain is uh, can be really tricky even if you end up – on a decent spot in the fairway for sure so you're kind of definitely one of the challenges it yeah. was set up to be a you know they had the buy.com and the nike tour right. so they have to have those conditions sure, sure just all flat everywhere right wouldn't do well they wouldn't host the events right 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 i actually went into the eight fairway and then i had a six iron that i actually hit really well but it trailed on me the wind started picking up then the weather changed on us quite a bit because the wind or the rain started on six, and the the wind started on about seven. The wind was a factor today. There's no doubt about that. Um, in a, in a good and a bad way, it wasn't too too strong, but at some points it wasn't. Yeah, wasn't too swirly either. Yeah, I mean it was. It, yeah, it could be consistent, but then it could be across. Yeah, it was. It was. It was what it was. Right. Um, right. I got uh, after my second. I had a a chip shot that I I hit the I hit it pin high but i pulled it left 
And then, so I was one, two, and then I, yeah, two putted from there. So I got another bogey there. Right, right. All right. So then on to the number 10, you and I, after playing this, well, before we, when we teed off, you said by far uh, that this was the hardest hole in the course, in your I opinion. Th- and think I, and after playing 10. that, I concur 100%. Yeah. Number f- 10 now is, it's a beast. Uh, it's number, what is it, handicap men's? It's number two on the scorecard. I think it's the hardest on the course. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it's a tough tee shot. There's, there's, there's sand to the right. Hills. There's weeds to the right. If you miss to the right, you're in like really yeah. tall grass, and then you gotta chip out of that and get in trees. You know, avoid the bunker, the greenside bunker. Yeah. And then you don't really typically you don't get a flat lie at all, even if you hit a great shot, unless you're short. But if you're short, then you got a ton of distance to go. The green itself isn't too crazy, but it's very protected with a couple ridges on the left and then sand on the right. Yeah, once you get to the green, you're kind of in friendly territory after after what you have to go through yeah it's visually i think it's just so visually intimidating yeah it's really not that difficult that's an interesting point i've never heard that before it is a visual a very visually intimidating hole for sure if you take that out of it you're just playing the hole distance wise yeah but you know that's golf right right for sure i had a uh four there actually parred that which is i was real pleased with real real pleased with because I wasn't real pleased with my front nine, so it was nice to come off. Um, I went a big, I had a good, nice drive. I had a, uh, it was actually funny. I had, if I remember correctly, 168 yards with the wind into our face. Uh, yeah. And I thinned a eight iron that burned through everything over the cart path and into the rough on the backside of the hill. So I had about 35, 40 yards coming back, and I actually chipped that one real nice to seven, eight feet, and then made that little slider putt. So that, again, that was the key to my day was making those seven, eight foot slider. That was a little slider to the left. Um, yeah. So that was a par. That was a par that I was not expecting. I was very pleased with. Got you. Got you. And I got a what? A double bogey on that because I chunked my way through it. I have you at a seven. Yeah. Triple bogey. I got a triple bogey on that one. I think so. Yeah, I did. That was a tough hole uh, for me all the way. Well, you went right. You were right. That's right. I was right. And then I chunked out. 16th, just past the 16th green. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you went in some real deep grass. Deep grass. And then I, I did have a safe hit out of the yeah, deep grass. Yeah, that was but a I smart shot. Getting to the, getting to the pin. Was, so you were laying three from about 40 yards out. Yeah, yeah. It was rough. It was tough. But, but. It was a pleasure watching you today play because uh, I haven't you. played with you in about 20 years. And so it, it was, was so much fun. It was fun hanging out in the car with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, and then on to uh, the 14th. Oh, this is the long par four. Nick's gonna love talking about this one. Yeah, this was <laughs> this was epic for uh, for me uh, in my uh, golf journey today. I hit uh, the drive into the bunker. Hit no. it. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. The first. And then I hit right. it out. Uh huh, and then I hit it into oh, the bunker. Other bunker. <laughs> so I'm two bunkers in. I'm on the uh, the green side bunker. How far out would you say I was? No, it wasn't very far. <sighs> twenty yards. Probably. Yeah, maybe twenty yards. Eighteen, twenty. Yeah. And I was in the trap and chipped it out. It was kind of, the sand was kind of hard, so I just kind of 
I guess I just had the perfect swing. It came out kind of weird, though. You saw, you and I saw the same thing when it yeah. kind of came I mean, out. That's it looked what does like it was that hard sand. It's hard to get it to like bounce and plop. Yeah, so, and it dropped in. Dropped it in for my first sandy. That was pretty. Epic. So first big day for me today. Double sandy. I forgot when you said that. You said double sandy. I forgot about that that's first time right. in the bunker. I couldn't believe it. That if was I'm pretty gonna, sick. Yeah, it was crazy. I, I've never, I've never played that. But that's well why you don't give up, right? <laughs> I know you keep going. That's why you keep coming back. <laughs> that's why I keep coming back. Um, How'd you do on this hole? I had a five. I went a really nice drive, and I had 115 in. I remember because that's my go range. I had my sand wedge. I was ready to make shit happen, and I fluffed it to oh. about uh, probably hit it 80 yards. So I had about 40 yards in. And then I hit a 60 degree that burned, it was a little too much. And I had a downhill putt and I two putted from, I don't know, 16 feet or something. I actually had to hit, I had to hit about another seven footer to even make that bogey. So, but after Nick did his magic. I know. I was but then you came back and had a huge putt on the very next hole. Yes. Off, the next uh, hole, that was a off the fringe. Like yeah, off the fringe putt. Yeah, for sure. About 18, 18. It was yards. awesome. Awesome hole. And then on to the 18th hole, which is the uh, par four, sixth hardest hole in the sixth hardest, sixth hardest hole in the back. Sixth say. hardest hole in the back. And or, sorry, third hardest hole in the back, six overall handicap. Wind in our face from the tee box to the green. That was definitely a weather change. It got yeah. big, big wind, at least 20 mile, to 25 mile an hour winds in our face. There's yeah. no doubt about it. It was brutal. And it would gust. It wasn't like consistent. It would be there, then it would go away. And my second shot was straight, and the wind just pushed it right yeah, out over the hill backwards. It was yeah. kind of crazy. And then I kind of lucked out. The wind dropped right when I hit my next shot. Yeah, we all I, went in the water on that one. Yeah, that was so we're struggling. I, so went in the water. Probably hundred. I went in the water. Forgot about the water part. Yeah, yeah I, we all went in the water. You were further up than I was. It was probably almost the distance from the greens to the blues where right. we both went in. Um, I had but, a nice five. I had a big five. And then I had, uh, I believe it was 108 left. And the wind was just howling. So I hit my gap wedge thinking, you know, 135, 108. You know, it was a two club to three club wind. And then naturally it stops blowing. And uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> right when you prepare for it. Yeah, right when I prepare for it. It was a front pin, and I ended up on the back. And uh, I actually pulled off a nice two putt. I wasn't too, I mean, I had 50, 50 feet, 65 feet probably. Yeah, yeah. Putt. And then it was down, and like it was for about 40 feet, it was straight. And then it kind of hits down and then comes back up. And that pin was on the second part of the upward slope. And you dropped it in. No, I got it the second shot. Yeah, so we all took we all took sixes there. Yeah, that was tough. I had a decent last putt though. It was about ten feet. Oh no, no, that was that was actually sick putt. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I would say a little more than ten. I would say it was probably twelve to fourteen. Yeah, and I called it. I said let's finish let's finish strong on the eighteenth with a nice putt, and I couldn't believe it dropped. (laughs) And that was a downhill, real slidey. Yeah, um, slick slick putt. Yeah, that was that was. it was nice. It just kind of it just kind of lined up and dropped in. As good as a six can be. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. All right. Well, hey, Patrick. Uh, that's uh, going to be it for our course review and interview with you. You want to roll on over to the short game real quick and finish things up? All right. That's going to be it for this week's course review. Now let's head on over to this week's short game. 
Okay, now we're on to this week's the uh, short game. I still have Patrick Donnelly here with me, uh, my man at uh, Virginia Beach National. And welcome to the short game. I have two quick questions for you. Uh, the first question for you is this. If given a choice to avoid bunkers or water for an entire round, which would it be? That water. Water easily, huh? 100%. 100%. Why is that? Yeah, bunkers don't scare me. Bunkers don't. You fear no bunker. I wouldn't go that far, but I don't want to be in them, but they don't cost me a penalty stroke. Okay. All right. All right. Well, okay. So the next question is um, a couple a couple rounds ago, I came up with this. I found this thing, and I, I put it on our uh, our um, golf language lesson, which we're going to do in a sec, uh, and it's BYOF. For uh, build your own foursome. If you were to build your own foursome, dead or alive, who would you pick? Well, I'd love to play around again with my father. So okay, that's that's a that's an easy one. Um, Doug Kelly, who I play out with here all the time, he's okay. my my stick man. All right. Oh, whoa, going back to the eighties. All right. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, so you got me pinned now. I mean, I feel like we yeah, have one to more. throw in there. Yeah. Or is it just a buddy? Ooh, one more. It, w- it would either be my boy Rochi or Padraig Harrington since we share the name. Ooh, who's it going to be? I'll take either one. Whoever well, you, shows you got to pick one. You got to pick one. I send the text out to them last whoever answers first. Oh, uh, no, it. you got to pick one, dude. You gotta that's, pick. I think that's a good answer. All right, all right. That's a good answer. You threw a text out. Whoever <laughs> answers first. All right, so, Patrick, we're going to move on to the golf language lesson. I have three golf words or phrases that I will read to you, and you have to tell me what they mean. You ready? Yes. All right. So, the first word of the golf language lesson is barky. What is a barky? I believe that is when you hit the trees and still make par. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Correct. Your golf vocabulary is very good. Let's see how you do on the next one. The second word of the golf language lesson is duck hook. What is a duck hook? I know that to be a shot that you connect with that uh, the, way I, the best way I can describe is that it goes up and down quickly and moves to the left. Okay. So I don't know. This is what the definition that I'm going by that I okay. found. A duck hook is a ball that you have hooked exceptionally badly. So you said, yeah, I went to the left. Yeah. So you get half a point. So, yeah, I mean, I would say it hooks. The way, I've always, the way I've always said it is one of those, like, I can hook a ball to the left and it's blasted long. It right, tends right. to be short and hooked. So duck hook is short and hooked. Yeah. Okay, got it. All right. And the third word of the golf language lesson of this uh, round 14 is James Joyce. What is a James Joyce? He's an Irish poet. Oh, really? He's an Irish poet? Yeah. I didn't know that. He wrote, uh, According to golf, what's a James Joyce? I have no, fuck, I have no, right. I have no <laughs> clue. Sorry. I have no clue. This refers to the putt that has a very difficult line to, to the hole. I could see this here. A James Joyce is most often the result of the unpredictable terrain and many slopes standing in your path to the hole. So when see you're on the again. green, when you're on the green, yeah. it's... This refers to a putt that uh-huh. is a very, very difficult line to the hole. A James Joyce is most often the result of unpredictable terrain and many slopes standing in your path to the hole in referring to putting. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I know James Joyce. He's very famous. I, I believe he wrote. Did uh, he write anything about golf? Odysseus. I don't know that he wrote about golf. 
I never yeah. read a famous book about Dublin. I had too much vodka to remember exactly <laughs> all of his, but yeah, he was a Dubliner for sure. All right, cool. Well, Patrick, I want to thank you very much for coming out, playing around Nick. golf with me, and joining the podcast this week. Thank you so much for uh, coming on board, coming on, and uh, and sharing your uh, golf uh, average golf guy insight. I really appreciate it. You too, pal. All right, man. Hey, I'll talk to you soon. We'll play around. Yep. Thanks. That's going to be it for this round 14 of Nick's Golf Guy podcast. I want to thank you for listening. I'll be back with round 15 next week of Nick's Golf Guy podcast, the podcast for average golfers like me. Until then, my fellow average golfers, tee times, tee offs, and better scores for a happy average golfer life.